who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Lean. Hello and welcome to Everyone is Terrible. I'm your host, Hollywood Lean. It's my favorite day of the week. It is one day after the Super Bowl and nine days until the season premiere of Real Housewives of New Jersey. So because of that, I got a New Jersey housewife with me today. Newark, Patterson, Margaret Josephs. Hi, Leanne. How are you? <laughs> I'm so good. excited I'm... to be here. Yeah, you got to say Englewood too, because that's where the Marge is from. <laughs> yes, Englewood, representing Englewood. Yes, yes, yes. I've been trying to do this with you, so I'm, I'm glad that I finally got you and that you're here with uh-huh. me. And, and we're going to be terrible. <laughs> yes, we're going to be terrible and terrible housewives today. Um, I just want to start off with the obvious because I could see you. So, if it, you know, the show's 30 minutes long, but if you want to do the Patreon, you'll be able to see the full uncut episode. So I want to start with looks. You look amazing. You look so oh, thank great. thank you. Thank you so much. My hair's short and choppy. I always have a shag, and I don't think people realize how short my hair is, right? It's like <laughs> because I always wear a hair piece or a weave or something like that because I don't wear those extensions down to my vagina. I get it, baby. I get it. Like not, not in. Yes. And of course I had a facelift. We all know that. Yeah. You got a little, a little sucked and tucked. You look flawless and beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? I was just watching a little bit of the past season just to catch, catch up and just kind of get into the mood. And there was a scene where you were in bed with Joe and you were complaining about the house. And he said, well, I want something. And you said, well, I want a new face. And I'm like, well, Looks like she got it. <laughs> yes, I got the new face, and we and we finally did some work on the house, which everyone will get to see this season, which is I'm very happy about. Yay! I'm excited. We're gonna see the new house. We're gonna see the new Marge. You guys, we're gonna see her boobies too because I saw in the trailer. <laughs> yes, yes, which is crazy because I don't want anyone to think I did not get implants. I didn't need them because my boobs were huge to start out with. I got a reduction and a lift. So I had to constantly tape myself into outfits. So I said, I need a reduction and a lift. And he did the lift and made the boobs high and tight. He also did some work on Dolores. You know, housewives that share doctors stay friends forever. So that's right. Dolores (laughs) gives me the best doctor. So I want to talk about you. You're a published author now. How amazing is this? Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget. It's basically, you know, it's about life lessons and business lessons, made a lot of money. I've been successful in business. I've lost a lot of money, how I pull myself up by the bootstrap, why I've done certain things, great anecdotal stories. It's a lot of fun. I always say I'm not from the lucky sperm club. I mean, that's a fact. Raised by a single immigrant mother. So it's a lot of fun. I think everyone's going to enjoy it. There's a lot of stories women can relate to. Everybody can relate to. I'm excited about it. Honestly, it's like my personal mantra to have caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. It's like what I'm still doing now, girl. So (laughs) yes. And you know what? And where you start in life doesn't always mean where you're going. And every day is a new beginning. And to be honest, I like tuna better than caviar anyway. I hear you. I love a good piece of tuna. I love a good tuna melt too. Um, Yes. You know, you look great. You look healthy. I know you guys had COVID over the Christmas season? Like, are you guys fully recovered and better? How's Joe? You know, the crazy thing is, even though we're fully recovered, I feel like we're still a little bit tired and run down. We had it, we got it the week before Christmas. The first five and six days, we're like, oh, this isn't so bad. By day six, he and I were like, oh my God, I'm going to blow my brains out. We were so tired. We got every symptom. I felt like I had a sinus infection. That's what I thought I had. I actually tested negative twice before I tested positive. So oh, I was like, 
the people around me who had had it, I was like, oh, I escaped it. Wasn't the case. I got it. My mother got it. Joe got it. Lexi got it. My Marlene got it. But Joe and I got it the worst. And Joe being the worst of all, he had a fever of 104.5, had to go to the hospital. But we're all much better. I saw a remedy on TikTok that said burn an orange and then eat the inside of the orange while it's hot. That'll bring all the taste back. So, yeah, um, that's it. But I really think the coffee beans and the eucalyptus made a big difference. I was obsessing because you could still smell those even though you could not smell anything else. Well, I'm glad you guys are better. And there's lots of things that you guys are going to enjoy the book. Lots of lifestyle branding. What do you think about the terrible brand? Is it a good brand? You know, because everyone is terrible. I think it's great because it has a point of view we're leaning into it and it stands out because no one else has it so i think you're very niche but i think it's fun i love it i love it so i heard though that you mentioned joan rivers in the book my original agent amy rosenblum was very close with joan rivers a dear personal friend of hers so we had gone over there for a big party i was so excited to be going to joan rivers apartment which was like literally a mini versailles i had the pigtails in because i really have worn pigtails for years i never had them down to my crotch like i did on the first season when they made me put in the extensions to look even more over the top. I went to her house. Um, Joe and I brought her a beautiful picture frame from Bergdorf. Very humble, much more shy than you would ever think. She was great. She actually told me, you know what? You stand out. You're different. Don't ever not wear pigtails. She goes, always keep them going. Don't let anybody tell you to be any different. We were the only people who brought her a hostess gift, which I actually thought was very bizarre. That is crazy. Rich people and are weird. And she said that, you know, you and Joe, you're a class act. And it was, she was so sweet. And she actually, a, a big tassel had come on the package and she put it immediately on her neck, on her necklace. She goes, I like the packaging. of this better than the gift. Oh, I love that. Rest in peace, Joan Rivers. Oh my God. No, there will never be another Joan. She was a class act. I want to talk about just, you know, you were born in Jersey. You've talked about uh, how you grew up with your mom and, you know, the ultimate professional party girl growing up in the 70s. I was a nervous wreck. Like, I grew up always worrying. Saw my mom almost go over the balcony. So with all that being said, I know you've talked about it before. How have you gotten to this place where you just don't hold any resentment and you have such a positive outlook on life and you have a great relationship with Marge Sr.? How did you get to this place? Um, years of therapy. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> No, I write about it in the book. Listen, I didn't even know anything was different. I didn't know anybody had a different life. I always say we raised each other. I was more the parent, um, the responsible one. There's only 20 years difference between myself and Marge Sr. I grew up going to kindergarten, um, having Oreos for breakfast, drinking coffee from the age of four. You know, I realized there was something different about us and people's reaction towards us. I said she was like, you know, what sex kitten Barbie and I was her little sidekick in, in the short short. <laughs> so once I realized, you know, it made me overly responsible. I never drank. I still don't drink because I did have a nervous feeling. I think after years of therapy and she would, you know, as I got older, she validated it. And she is the ultimate grandmother. I don't talk about my biological son who I'm very, very close with. She has made up for it tenfold. And I think, you know, it's about forgiveness and moving forward and, you know, she was very young. She was 20 years old. Yeah, and sometimes just the acknowledgement is enough to just move on, you know, because most of the time when you're expressing yourself to someone and you're fighting or you're saying like, this is how I feel. Sometimes people don't listen to you. Sometimes people don't hear the pain. So just the acknowledgement I feel like would be healthy enough for you to move on and, and get therapy. And I love that she's made up for it. That's, that's really what it's Yeah, no, absolutely. We're so close. 
Full circle She's moments. my biggest advocate. Yeah. Full circle moment. She's great. And I'm glad that you guys have a relationship that you guys can show on television, you know, like, I think it's great. You know, I, the, the Mother's Day brunch, drag brunch is like one of my favorite episodes. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's very, you know, we have a very authentic relationship. And I've been going to drag shows for years from being a young girl and Marge Singer was very big in the LGBTQ community. Not that I even knew that was a different community as a little girl, because all of our friends were fabulous and gay and amazing and I never even knew there was a whole different community and I never knew there was any discrimination until I got older. Fresh off watching the trailer, there's lots of things that happen. Uh, let's get into a little bit of what's going to happen for this season. What can we expect? Because looking back, I feel like you weren't dealt the best cards on Housewives. I really want to see you have fun and I, I really want to see you let go and really create beautiful friendships with the women that are giving you the exact same energy back because i feel like you know we went through that whole shit with siggy soggy soggy oh my god crazy listen what happens if you piss me off too much they go away they go away <laughs> they eventually fade off into the sunset and it all comes full circle that we find out who they really are and i'm always right from the beginning you know what i can say about danielle is i don't think she's a horrible person regardless that she pulled my hair and did all those things. About the first one, Soggy, I do think she's a horrible person. I don't feel that way about Danielle. She might say horrible things about me and all these things. I think she's a wounded bird. And I mm. actually feel sorry for her. And I, and I don't think she's a horrible person. And reality is terrible for everybody. We say yeah, terrible it is here. terrible. <laughs> what? She's terrible. She's terrible, Muriel. Real yeah, houses she's of, terrible, Muriel. Real Houses of Salt Lake City, Heather Gay came on and was like, you're terrible, Muriel. That's what I think about when I hear your podcast. And I'm like, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Isn't that funny? That's what I just said. That's what I was thinking. I do think Danielle is a terrible person. I do see just, the wounded bird. You know what? It's different. She's wonderful. It's She's, um, hurt I don't people, know. Hurt she's people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. And she's also very um, damaged. She I'm is. not saying the thing she makes up shit. She has a weird perspective and all of those things. She just doesn't belong to be. Do I want to be friends with her? No. But do I wish any ill on her? No. I mean, my first no. person, Soggy, I mean, she you is see her Twitter. Her, that Trump supporting. It's okay. You can have your political beliefs, but conspiracy theorists, I'm not interested in. Weirdo or conspiracy theorists. Or like, you know, oh God, yeah, we could we could go into that. We that could go thing. into that, but that's not fun. But it's all not my other fun. girls. It's not fun. And I, I'm just glad that you have such a nice, healthy perspective after everything you've been through. That's all I'm saying. Because oh, thank you. dealing thank with you. the crazy biatch like Soggy Sicky and then dealing with freaking Danielle Spawn of Satan. Oh, I know. Listen, I haven't had it easy. I have not had it easy since I've been here with these girls. Really? That's why I said, like, your cards, you were dealt some crazy cards. So one of my favorite things about you, Marge, is when you fought all season with Jennifer but then at the reunion, you looked at Danielle and you said, look, I could fight with her all day long, but she has a heart of gold. And I'm just like, Marge will always keep it real. She will always tell the truth. And I totally believe that. I believe that Jennifer is a good person. She's just batshit totally. crazy. When she drinks, she gets batshit crazy. And you can't control her when she drinks. And it's great for the show, but for the people that are there, you're just like, this is too much, girl. I always want her to dial it back. And I always say, my big thing is always read the room don't be tone deaf read the room yeah. and i think that's where i get very frustrated with people but she does have a heart of gold um let's talk about you know right in the beginning in the trailer 
you see kind of like a fight. Definitely a fight between myself and Joe. You could see I'm visibly upset. All the girls were in shock. Even Teresa was like, oh, I'm my real self. I cannot hold back. I'm not worried what everybody's going to think. I was very upset about something. I was crying. I had to say my true emotions and, and it came out at that moment. That whole night when you guys watch it is very upsetting and, and you'll see why, but I, I couldn't hold back. I was just like, Oi, I'm going to have a breakdown. And I, and I had it. You know what it is? The camera really captures my real life, the way I feel. I'm not putting something on for the show. Some people might do that. I don't, and, but I don't do that. I just feel like whatever I'm feeling at that moment, I'm going to say, regardless on TV or not. I want to go back to that when that actually is going on. Do you feel a switch in the room? Like, do you feel like it's go time? And do you feel the cameras contribute to people's behavior? We're all very emotional. We're all very different personalities. I think that's why we work. And I just think that we keep it real. I think some of the girls um, are alcohol-induced. I think I'm at the age, I don't want to put up with any nonsense. So I'm going to call you out the way it is. And I think we deal with real life shit. I think we all have something going on in our life at any given moment. Teresa yeah. had Joe Deport, you know, she has the four daughters. I have a business. I'm writing a book. I, you know, I've had lawsuits on the show. Everybody has dealt with real life trauma. I think that yeah. people could relate to and you're under pressure and, and we were coming out of a pandemic. So this year, especially, I think you're going to see relationships. Everyone has very personal stories. Yeah. I, you know, just going down the list, it all really is personal. I don't think I've ever seen Melissa and Joe fight like this. You know, Melissa yeah. giving, giving out her number to a restaurant owner is like the tea, <laughs> apparently. You know, Teresa has a new boyfriend. Have you met Luis? Luis? I haven't met Louis. We were supposed to get together over the holidays, but nice, they're looking nice. very happy on the gram. He's, he's a Latin lover. Yeah, so it was interesting. Teresa said she wanted a nice Jewish boy, but she ended up going with the Latin lover. So the Latin lover, I'm okay with, but he still looks very juicy. He looks very Italian to me. So that dark, those dark features. Yeah, well, um, yes, Latin, Italian, it's all, it's, it's all in the same family. Let's, let's kind of just go down the list of what I saw in the trailer that was sticking out. I mean, the first thing that we see is Teresa. It looks like she's calling Jackie a nasty bitch. And I'm just like... Okay, we're just, uh, it looks like this, it's all at this, at Dolores' house. This must be the season finale, girl. I'm going to give you the heads up, it's not. Oh, wow. That Good. I'm going to give a little insight. No, no, no. We I love start it. off guns. We start off guns a-blazing. How do you feel about Teresa and Jackie's relationship? Do you feel like Teresa ever really gave Jackie a fair shot? I think they're very different people. I think Teresa could hold a grudge. I don't know if she's necessarily holding a grudge, but I do think Teresa is different to the fact is just that, you know, she wants to have a better perspective. Nothing's that important to her to carry on about. But I do think sometimes the back of her head, you know, she does remember things and it's just like, oh, that happened, you know? And she'll like throw some little shade at you. I, I love Teresa. I'm a huge Teresa fan. The good and the bad, like the language barriers, the gasket, oh, casket. I love it. Thing. I love it. I mean, the casket, I'm going to blow it. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, she gives me my best line. She's like, I'm going to blow a casket. And you're like, uh, you mean a gasket? <laughs> I know, I know. Was that not great? So great. I love that. You know, it's just a balance. I feel like you guys are such a strong cast. I'm so excited about this season. 
And I'm excited to dive into each personal couple because it feels like everyone has a little bit of turmoil. You know, we start off with that fight between you and Joe, which you said you were physically upset. That looks crazy because I've, I've always seen you guys so lovey. So to see you we are. at Listen, him. You know, the best of couples can have an argument. And it's the way you make up and it's the way you handle it. Well, you've been through everything. Happen. We've been through, we did a lot to be together. Exactly. Um, we both left marriages. We knew we were meant to be together. Um, he's my biggest uh, supporter and advocate. I mean, this guy has to wake up with me every morning. And believe me, it's not the girl he goes to bed with every night. So I look like a lunatic. And <laughs> but he loves, he loves me. He thinks you're so hot. And I, I just he love does. That. He loves me unconditionally. He didn't want me to get my boobs lifted. I get it. And um, I think it's a testament to you know, how strong that foundation is. So I don't yeah, know about we the have others, a very, though. We have a very strong foundation. Even when he was he's like, I want Dolores. She's hot, too. Like, she's beautiful. And I was just like, oh, I know. God. It doesn't even upset <laughs> me. He always grabs Dolores. His grabs are tushy. He's very sweet to women, and he's very good to men. And he's, he's touchy-feely with everybody. He makes everybody feel welcome. He's interesting and interested. Yeah, he's, a, he's great. You'll love him, Leanne, when you meet him. Aw, I, I can't wait to. Yeah, he's, he's great. I'm a big fan of, of him. I'm a big fan of Evan, too. Oh, man. What, oh, what every, a... Everybody loves Evan's like the hot guy. <laughs> Joe's the bear cub. <laughs> and you know I'm gay. I love the bears, honey. Okay? Cubs, yeah. otters, bears. Uh, I'm a big, I'm part of that family. So, yeah. no, but everyone loves a Jewish boy. And I think, I think everyone just loved Evan because of what Jackie showcased on her relationship. You know, she came on television and told everyone she doesn't give her husband blowjobs what did you expect was going to happen from that I'm i know his... that totally cracks me up i know i was like jackie we jackie, gotta give you some lessons yeah do us a favor and go down there please because only right now it's only so marge easy. and melissa are about the sloppy toppy <laughs> i mean it's like not even a big deal it's not a big deal i'm like honey i have had worse in my mouth go satisfy your that's husband. what i say jesus i can't <laughs> eat egg whites a blowjob's nothing. It's interesting to see kind of her, how Teresa comes at her and then she drops the bomb on you in the trailer. She says, oh, well, I heard there's rumors about Evan cheating on her at the gym. And I'm like, let's put it this way. That rumor does not go down smoothly. And it all comes out in the first episode. And that's why we come in and everybody said it's the best first episode of any franchise. You guys and are notorious for crazy openings, like crazy batshit openings. New I Jersey. mean, that's why pe people go absolutely insane. That's why we know how to get it going. I mean, but it's authentic. That's the whole thing. We talk to each other even when we're not filming. We get together when we're not filming. We text each other all the time. We're on group chats. We have authentic relationships. We talk shit behind each other's back when we're not together. You see some of those Instagram. You know, we're real life friends. Who's your closest friend on the show? It's funny. I'm very, I talk, the truth is I talk to Dolores every day. I love Dolores. I'm glad Dolores that you Dolores is a good chatter. But I mean, I'm very close to Melissa because Joe and I go out with Melissa and Joe all the time. And I talk to Jackie. It's like, we talk about, I don't talk to Jennifer and Teresa as much, obviously. You know, we're friends, we're good friends, but people I talk to on a regular basis is really more the Dolores, Melissa, and Jack. We see that this year, uh, Jennifer's drinking a lot more. So every time she drank last year, the party got going and she said some crazy ass shit. You know, you threw out Monkey's asshole and she came back with like, that you like to suck. And she's like, you know, know. She's doing the whole, like, you know, when you were in high school and you, like, chest bump someone yes, without yes, chest bumping. Yes. I'm like, she's that girl that we all went to high school with that will get loud and crazy in a second. But this season, it seems different. Like, it seems 
coping. It seems numbing. It seems like there's a shift. Am I getting warm here? Um, I think you're getting a little warm. I think, listen, because I don't drink, I'm always concerned when someone drinks. I think, you know, I think everybody, you know, some people love to party more than others. I get nervous around people when I see them. But, you know, I think it's disgusting. So I think you guys will watch it. I'm not going to, I think Jennifer has her head on straight, but I think, you know, everybody has stuff going on in their life. And everybody needs a little escape sometimes. And I, it could happen. <laughs> a little medication, a little liquid medication. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, some people drink to loosen up. Some people drink to get, I, you know, I can't totally comment on, I'm not in her head. Yeah. But, you know, they show it in the, you know, they show it, but it, she's not drinking all the time. Yeah, no, I don't, she doesn't strike me as someone that wakes up and has a vodka in the morning, like while oh, she's. Oh, no, no, nothing like that. Nothing yeah, like no, that. but at the same time, it's also like, girl, every time we hang out, we don't need you, um, you know, drinking down the bottle. So we have to take care of it. It makes me anxious. And maybe that's about me because it could remind me of my mother. I don't want to see a woman falling down drunk. I don't want to see anybody falling down drunk. It gives me complete anxiety. I don't want people laughing at her. I actually care about her, and I don't want her to ever be in that situation. And I don't want her kids to ever see that. That's just me. What are the fun things that we can expect from this season? We don't go on airplanes, but we do get to go on some really fun trips. You see some great bonding moments. Um, A lot of funny lines. I think you get to see that. Um, <clears throat> you see the husbands a lot because they're around a lot. Everybody loves all the husbands. You get to see me write my book, the process of it, which is fun. Um, I think those, you're going to get to see a lot of fun stuff. There's a lot of dramatic stuff, but there's also a lot of good times. If you could describe this season with and one word. And we're not hyper-focusing on COVID. Okay, good. Yeah, because we don't want to keep rehashing that with all the Bravo shows that are coming on. We have to go back to square one. It's like, we don't want to go back to the time where we couldn't find toilet paper. Why would we want to go back to that time? So, yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, I'm glad about that. But um, if you could describe this season with one word, what would it we be? We lived it. We lived it. One <laughs> word of this season. Um, dramatic. Authentically, <laughs> it has to be two words. Authentically dramatic. Okay. Okay. Authentic, authentically dramatic. And we focus a lot on family this season, no? Yes, everybody's family everybody's family as as bravo fans we're very vocal we're very much like we'll slide into your dms and let you know that we're upset with you or we're happy with you what is the oh yeah believe me i get it all day (laughs) pros and cons of being a housewife pros it's an amazing platform um i have a great time i take it for what is i enjoy it you know it's 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 a lot of fun and you do you do get to do amazing things anybody who says it's not fun and amazing charitable things. Your voice does make a difference. Um, if you handle it correctly, you could do great things in the world. I mean, if you act like an asshole, I would say, you know, you look like an asshole and the world does see it. Uh, the negative things are, listen, your dirty laundry comes out. Everybody has dirty laundry, but it's also explodes and people believe, you know, and a lot of things that are untrue and things get twisted come out. That I almost could even deal with. Um, but the, the lack of privacy doesn't even phase me. The negativity is just, you know, people can be mean. They judge you for things that aren't true. You're yeah. guilty till proven innocent yeah. as opposed to innocent till proven guilty. People automatically think you're guilty. People automatically thought 
I'll give you an example. People like you're the worst mother to me because two of my kids weren't talking to me. Well, guess what? They, I don't, I keep my children very private. My children are grown, grown adults. There's, there happens the two that aren't seeing me, you know, one's in his forties and one's in her late thirties. Um, when I speak about, cause I was with them since they were very young. I also, I didn't speak about my biological son who I'm very close with. Um, my other son who was on the show, my other stepson, Joe has two children very close with between the entire family. There's six children. Yeah. My children are super important to me. I do spend tons of time, to, you know, so it's just people don't have the whole story and they, yeah. and they try and judge you on a little microcosm of something, you know, in, in the time you're filming, you can't show every single thing. It's almost humanly impossible. So I think, I think that's hard, but I try and handle everybody's negativity with a positive spin or try and say something. I'm not ever mean to um, people watch the show or fans. I answer everybody with respect. I do answer my social media myself. That's why sometimes people are like, why well, can get back to me there? I'm like, all right, relax. <laughs> Bravo fans are so vocal. It's good and bad. We've gotten so Yeah, involved. listen, that's what keeps the channel going and you on TV. And I think people, um, have a right to their opinion, positive or negative. I don't think getting down and dirty and really mean is acceptable. Yeah. Listen, I got my face on Mark, you're pulled too tight. You look fucking ridiculous. And then before they're like, you need a facelift. As soon as you get a facelift, you're pulled too tight. Every, you know, you can't, you can't make anybody happy. Yeah, no, you look great. Forget everybody. Thank um, you. And I, I love when you talk about your family and I know that it, it's not always the perfect scenario, but when you've talked about your kids, I've always felt the empathy for you. And I, I felt the love that you have and, and there's hurt there, you know, when you have that kind of fa family dynamic that you're showcasing on TV. So I think you're very brave. Like I said, one of the most authentic housewives always keep it real. And we need that balance in there. Like we need someone to just kind of step back and go, look, I know I'm sitting here arguing with this lady, but she has a good heart. She has a heart of gold. And like, that's the di yes. difference between you and her. Like you are a terrible person. So I think <laughs> I it's great. Well, listen, all, I mean, listen, I will say she did double down and say she would have pulled my hair again. See, I said I shouldn't have poured the water on her. I was physically afraid because she did chest butt me. I've never had a physical altercation with somebody. Did I you haven't. cry that I, night? Did you go home and cry? Like, I would have been yes, so Yes, I cried that second on camera. Oh, my God. What did Joe say when you got home? I really, oh, he, want, he wanted to go over there. He was livid. I mean, people wanted me to fuck. It was very, a very violent scene. Production cried. I, people, the producers came out of the back and cried. She was sent away, sent home. It was very bad. It was very, it was a bad scene. I can't believe you went It was a bad that. scene. At that moment, I thought maybe this isn't my life. I thought for a second, I was like, I don't know if I could do this. I, I don't know people like that. Truthfully, I don't know anybody who would do something from behind. I mean, I had people saying to me, would you push Marty in the pool? I was like, that's hijinks. It's apples and oranges. From the front, you can't, you can't compare the two. That's, people do that. Kids do that at pool parties. That was an iconic Bravo moment. I pushed him from the front. Oh, he's no, you know, and that was a sneak attack from behind. I couldn't defend myself. She could have snapped my neck. You can't compare the two. And anybody who was comparing the two, I mean, it's did, did crazy. You, did it's it like, cross your mind to maybe press charges? You know, I didn't want to give any fodder to it. I, 
it just wasn't as, you know, and then you have all these crazy people. Well, she could have pressed charges for you for pouring water on her. I was oh, like, she God. chest bumped me twice. I was like, she did you chest wet. bump you. She totally chest bumped you. She wanted you to hit her. She wanted, she you wanted to me to hit her, her and I wasn't going to hit her. And I wouldn't do that, but I did want to diffuse it. And I said, I shouldn't have poured the water. You can't, you can't incite a rabid dog. And that's yeah. what she was. And your whole life is about, She'll do anything for attention. She will do anything for And that's what's sad about it. One last thing about that nasty, disgusting incident, and we'll move on. Do you feel like you have any PTSD from it? No. It was very upsetting at the time. My neck hurt. I did have to go to the chiropractor. Um, I definitely had a whiplash, but not emotional PTSD from that. No, it's not attractive to watch. I'm not happy. You know, it's going to be forever you know, on film, Forever, but girl. you know what? It made for a great season. I'm going to take it for what it is. I survived it. I'm not going to make it out to be more than it is. And that's yeah. it. Well, you have a book now and you're on your fourth season and you're one of the fan favorites. People love you. Like I know you were on watch what happens live a couple times. Like who has been your favorite person that you've been on watch what happens live with? Oh my God. That's so hard to say because I'm amazing with Michael Rappaport. And you guys are, are good great. together. I've been on with him twice already. And I'm sure I'll be on with him again. Um, listen, I was on, I was on so many great people. I was on Bridget Everett. It's hard to say. I've had great people I've been on with. Bridget Everett and I were in HBO's camping together. She was one of my co-stars yeah. and she's fabulous. How great is she? I mean, Full she's circle amazing. Moment, baby. Um, I've been on with so many good people. <laughs> so it, it's just crazy. Well, we can't wait to see what you have, uh, you know, this season cooking up. We can't wait to see the book. I can't wait to read it. Um, like I you. said, it's called Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget, my personal mantra, my personal mission. Okay. You take something and you make something grand out of it. She, this woman had yes. no blueprint, no rules, no structure, and she turned out beautiful and successful. And she's going to tell you all about those peaks and valleys in the book. Margaret, thank you so much for giving us thank you, your time. You're amazing. Um, what do you want to say to the fans? What do you want to promote today? I just, you know what? I would like you guys all to go buy Caviar Dreams, Turn Fish Budget, because there's so much you don't know about me. And I hope it can inspire people to live their best life and that every day is a new beginning. And watch me on Housewives every Wednesday night, starting on February 17th at 9 p.m. <laughs> I'm Bravo. Are you going to end up best friends with Jennifer Iden? I don't know if we'll ever be BFF, but we're definitely <laughs> FF, best friends and frenemies. Oh my God. I love, I love it. <laughs> you guys, um, as always, you can check out the Patreon starting today. The Patreon is going to have uncut full episodes. I want to thank everyone who subscribes to the podcast. I want to thank Ashley, Elizabeth, Perla, Stephanie C, Holly Brocky, Chantel, and April. The Patreon launches. You can uh, subscribe for full uncut episodes. The store is out. Buy a terrible face mask. Buy a terrible shirt. A terrible housewife. I want to thank my guest, Margaret Josephs. It was so great to have you. I wish you a full season of you know, dramatics and full circle moments and rites of passage and success and money, love, and great sex. Ah, thank you, Leon. Yes, the best sex ever. Mwah. Thanks for having me on. Cause you're terrible. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next time. All right, terrible kids. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Hey, terrible kids. The store is fifteen percent off this week. 
If you purchase anything and send me the receipt, I'll send you a gift. If you subscribe to the podcast via the link in my bio, you can give 99 cents, $2, $3, $5. I will also send you a personal gift. If you subscribe to the podcast and buy something, I'll shout you out on the show and send you a gift. The Patreon is available. You can see us uncut, no cuts, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll see you next time, terrible kids.